Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. My heart yearns. For me? Of course. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you? I don't know, yearning's a bit much, but yeah, good to see you sometime, I guess. Oh. Oh, well, I mean, I'll take, I miss you. Whatever. Hey, how you been this week? You. Okay, right, well, how you been? Yeah, good. Good, not up to much. What about yourself? Uh, pretty much the same. This is my last week of work I'm heading into for the time being, so mm. let's hope that uh, changes soon. But I've always got this podcast to fall back on, so... Oh, yeah, the millions. Maybe this this podcast money is going to really turn <gasps> things around for us both. Oh, mate, I'd, I'd take that. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um, it's my turn this week to take you on a journey of self-discovery through... Life, history, the world, pop culture, everything else in between. Beautiful. I'm looking forward to it. Now, I haven't told you anything about this one, have I? You haven't got any idea what we're talking no. about. You, you haven't t- even given me an inkling. No. And that's fine. Because <laughs> I'm going to talk about something. Like last time I spoke about the Hamburglar. Everyone loves the Hamburglar. Who doesn't, yeah. Um, and you spoke about Batman. Great. This one, I've taken a bit of a diversion. Okay. I'm going to tell you about something I find quite fascinating and I'm probably the only one in the world who finds it quite as interesting. Well, hopefully it'll soon be two people. Two in people. The whole world. Yes, exactly right. Well, what do you know about Twin Cities? <laughs> um, like cities that are like uh, just next to each other. Yeah. Like in Batman v Superman with well, the and we, we might be getting there eventually. <laughs> But yeah, basically, that's what I'm going to talk about. Twin Cities. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm all aboard. Um, and I'm, I'm not a huge urban planning guy or architecture guy, but I do kind of find this interesting. And I've been trying to work out why. I've just always thought it's a kind of a quirky sort of thing that, you know, you've got one city and then you've got another city just next door. And then sometimes they kind of merge and sometimes they are very distinct, even though they're right next to each other. And, and, you know, you've got sometimes where they um, do become one city or sometimes they're, like, over a border. And that's so weird to me that you've got, like, a city across the international or state border. And I don't know. I've just always thought it's kind of interesting. And I was, I was going to throw some facts about Twin Cities at you and, and see what you reckon. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's certainly a, a strange situation, like, especially if they're so close together. I mean, why not just make it one big city? Well, do you want to know about some famous cities that have become twi- Hit me. one city? Hit me with it. Well, first of all, Wikipedia defined the twin city as a special case, love it, of two cities or urban centres that are founded in close geographic proximity and then grow into each other over time, losing most of their mutual buffer zone. Oh, okay. And I, I think it's interesting when someone loses their mutual buffer zone, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
so, do you know the capital of Hungary? No. It's a little town called Budapest. Oh, okay. And I, I know Budapest. I just didn't know it was the capital of Hungary. Oh, um, actually, you know what? I'm going to check it is the capital. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I said that so kind. It is. It is. It's all fine. Ooh. It's all right. I was. Oh my goodness! Bullet dodged. <laughs> Um, it is Hungary's capital, yeah. and it is bisected by the river, I think it's Danube or Danube. I should check that too. It's one of those words I've always seen but never actually said, you know. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Give me one second. Got to bring up this little video. It's going to tell me how to say it. Well, that's an ad. Don't want that. <laughs> it's the professionalism I like best about our podcast. Oh, yeah, bloody oath. <laughs> All right, just waiting, just waiting. All right, here we go. Still waiting. So what are you tossing up between the pronunciations of? I was right. It's Danube. Thank you, Emma. Emma saying stuff just told me that. You're nailing it. Nailed it. All right, very good. What I wanted to tell you, though, Mm. is that it was originally two different cities called Buda and Pest. Oh, no. <laughs> How good. How good. good. So they were across um, the river that I just mentioned, and they came, became one in 1873, supposedly. Okay. Um, what uh, led to that? Um, I think they just came together. There was a big oh, okay. battle, I believe. Oh. Um, just give me one second. I'll just double check that. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I put two. No, two. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a, there's a big... Obviously, it's European, so it's got a lot more history to go through than some oh, of our nice. cities. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were fighting over it for a long time, and then there was a reconquest of Buddha in 1686, mm. regented a new age of prosperity, with Pest Buddha becoming a global city. And then, yeah, Budapest became the, the title. Okay. Um, Not very original, but, you know. Yeah. And I... From what I understand, they, they might say Budapest more in, in Hungary, but I'm not an expert, and clearly I don't know much about pronouncing Hungarian words, so I'm not going to keep going into that. Fair enough. Uh, other examples, uh, Brooklyn and New York were historically, you know, two different cities that became one, or Brooklyn became part of New York. Oh, really? I didn't know Brooklyn was everyone on its own. Apparently, I think it might have been the case, a lot of New York um, boroughs and areas around there, you know, overall went to one New York city now no, we'll just kept swallowing them all up <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, well that's actually not that uncommon so some bigger cities do absorb smaller ones like Athens you know historically was is you know what we know of Athens now you know in the past was lots of little other cities around it that have just become part of it um, Lahore and Islamabad and Pakistan apparently um, oh. Similar situation where the like the city just keeps growing out and out, and so some cities that or towns that were, you know, nearby actually just become part of the, the bigger city. Apparently, the same sort of thing happens in Delhi and Madrid and Montreal. Um, London and Westminster were supposedly two different cities at one point, and now it's just big old London. Oh right, okay. Uh, and to uh, one interesting one, we'll get to these in, in a second. Um, this is not a twin city necessarily, but it was a tri city. It was. Hanku, Hanyang, and Wuchang. They were known as the three towns of Wuhan. And they became just Wuhan in 1927. Mm. Wuhan, obviously, in the news recently because of supposedly COVID-19 came from there. 
<laughs> I don't know if it came from there or was originally was like found there first or who knows, maybe it was a biological weapon if you believe the conspiracy oh, theorists. No. I don't I think. Just going by the, just I think that's probably more likely, but who knows. Or it was cause, because of the wet markets there, I think they were the... the, the some of the diseases and whatever can um can transfer from from species to species a bit easier than um yeah, other places. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Wuhan was originally the three towns of Wuhan. Yeah, right. That is interesting. Uh, I'm going to get to the the most famous twin cities, which are Minneapolis and Saint Paul in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yep. They are known as the twin cities. That's what they're known for, and then they um. That's like that's their nickname, I should say. It's not just what they're known for. They're known for that. Um, even their sporting team are called the Twins because of this. Um, actually, we're there right now. So, do you know much about Minneapolis and St. Paul? Uh, no, not particularly. Not a, I'm not a particularly well-travelled man, as they say. No, that's all right. They're in Minnesota, um, home to the Mighty Ducks film. <laughs> oh, Jingle All the Way was set there, apparently. Oh, Turbo Man. Turbo Man, that's the, that's the one. <laughs> Put the cookie down. <laughs> hey, I didn't know Arnold's there with you. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> He's always there, is he? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Well, I hope he, um, he can pop in every now and then and have a chat to us. If he, if he... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fargo was famously films around there. Well, you know, in Fargo as well and set around. They, they did go to Minneapolis in that movie. Have you seen that yeah. one? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, but I know where it's set. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good one. Um, and Purple Rain because obviously Prince is a Minnesotian. Oh, okay. yeah. Doesn't come to the type, but that's all right. No, well, you know, do what you want when you're Prince. <laughs> well, fair <laughs> boy. Um, so yeah, pretty much they are the two, they're two big cities that are famously have been next to each other. And um, what, what's interesting though is that they had a, quite a rivalry for a long time. Oh really? And Wikipedia tells me about this that they were. Um, they had some duplication of effort, is what Wikipedia says. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, I think it means they were competing and trying to, to do things together. So here we go. St. Paul completed its elaborate cathedral in 1915. Minneapolis quickly followed up with an equally ornate uh, Basilica of St. Mary in 1926. Quickly. Nine years, but... <laughs> I mean, quick for, uh, for a change. Oh, as, yeah. far as, as far as, yeah, cathedrals go. Yeah. Uh, in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, the rivalry became so intense, Wikipedia tells us, that an architect practicing in one city was often refused business in the other. Oh, no. And this one, which surely is not true, but who knows with American history, the, 19, the 1890 United States Census even led to the two cities arresting and or kidnapping each other's census takers in an attempt to keep either city from outgrowing the other. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> so in, in 1923, this is between the, the cathedral being built, so they're kind of... Um, they're, that, that, that battle's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> the, the game between the Minneapolis Millers and the St. Paul Saints... <laughs> they're, ba- they're baseball teams playing for the American Association. Um, yeah, they, they were playing in a, in a like a riot breakout between the two two fans apparently. Oh, um, and then in 1950s, baseball again was a bit of a problem because oh, um, they were competing for the Major League Baseball franchise, um, and they again a bit of a cathedral situation. They both built rival stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we'll get that in a second, but there was, Wikipedia also says there was a brief period in the mid-1960s where the two cities could not agree on a common calendar for daylight savings time, resulting in a period of a few weeks where people in Minneapolis were one hour behind anyone living or travelling to St. Paul. And these are cities, like, right next to each other. <laughs> and they're in, they're in the same state. What the... Who's driving this rivalry? Like, is it just an accepted thing of the citizens, or is it the mayors? I'm, I'm I don't know. People get quite... Um, they get proud of where they live, I guess, and a bit parochial. Yeah, fair enough. I read a book about the, uh, the World Fair of um, late 1890s, hmm. Um, it's called The Devil in the White City, and it's about the serial killer, H.H. H. Holmes, who's killing and picking people off at the World's Fair. But it's quite an interesting book. Fantastic. And what was his... Uh, how did he... What was his uh, trademark, as they say? Uh, he was like... I want to say posing, but it was kind of like a medical doctor and would take people in and then perform experiments and stuff and then would, like, get rid of them inside of his, his medical practice. A lot of them were like younger women who'd come to the town to for work and you know secretaries that sort of thing. Always younger women every time. I know they they've got a type, haven't they? These serial killers. Apparently. Uh, I think one the reason I got it was because I was writing a story, not the same sort of thing, but more about a big event happening. And so I recommended, and I read the book, and I was like, this is not what I'm writing about, but all right, it was an interesting book anyway. And I think um, Martin Scorsese and Leo DiCaprio were going to make a movie at one stage about this. So, oh. so if that happens, you know, you heard it here first. Oh, okay. So you think it's still going to happen? Boss? It might happen. They, they talk about it. I don't know. Well, I suppose. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Leo and Scorsese, they work well together. I feel like Leo's got his Oscar now, so he's like, I'll just do a movie if I really feel like it, you know? Yeah, he really dropped off <laughs> in, in quantity after he won that Oscar, didn't he? He's, well, he's done Tarantino. Once upon a yeah. time in Hollywood, that that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Good on him, though. You know. Oh well. There you end it. Exactly. Uh, my point being, I was going to, trying to get at is that that was all about Chicago getting the World's Fair, and apparently the Chicagoans were very um, proud of their city and very upset that other cities in America at the time weren't perhaps getting the World's Fair, and um, like you know New York, for example, was getting all the buzz because that was the big city, and they were like, "We're pretty good here too. We're you know the windy city, or whatever." So yeah, but they have like the most foul type of pizza. So <laughs> okay. what, are they what are they talking about? Uh, anyway, the the antagonism between Minneapolis and Saint Paul was largely healed. Wikipedia also tells us mm-hmm. at the end of the nineteen sixties. Now, what do you reckon happened, Dylan? What healed them? Oh, no, the mayor shook hands, <laughs> played some golf together. Oh, if only. Oh. It, was, it was baseball. So the Minnesota, Minnesota Twins um, came to play mm-hmm. and the Minnesota Vikings played in, in the National Football League, so for, in the gridiron. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that they were representing all of Minnesota rather than just the cities kind of supposedly <laughs> led to the cities being a bit more collegial. Oh, okay. Um, unlike previously, they had a base a basketball team called the Minneapolis Minneapolis Lakers. Who, um, I guess, if you're not from Minneapolis, you didn't really want to go for them, but you didn't want to go for the the Vikings or the Twins because they were from from that place. Yeah, right. Yeah, but who knows? You know, it sounds like it'd be like a, one of those Disney sports movies. You know, like Million Dollar Arm or something. <laughs> Could be, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, they're good on them, you know. Oh, yeah. And now yeah, it's common practice for other major sporting teams to be, you know, based in the Twin Cities to be named for Minnesota as a whole, apparently. Set a precedent. Yeah, look at them. Yeah, bloody hell. And what's interesting is that that Lakers team from Minneapolis eventually folded and went to LA to become the Lakers. I was going to say, mm. they're the Los Angeles Lakers, but, you know. And when you think about it, there aren't many lakes around California. <laughs> so... Oh. It's a bit strange they call the Lakers, but anyway. Um, so they're, they're, that's the main twin city, but there are some other ones I'm going to talk to you about quickly. Okay. We've got San Diego and Tijuana, um, El Paso and Ciudad Juarez on the U.S.-Mexican border. Okay. So they're kind of close enough, but they're on a border, which is quite um, interesting. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be anything that divides them. It's going to be a border between countries. Well, exactly right. And on the other end of America, you've got Detroit and Michigan and Windsor, Ontario, which are kind of, you know, next to each other. Uh, Famously, Niagara Falls. Mm. Um, Famously uh, in Superman 2. They're running around there. Remember that? Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Someone falls off, doesn't they? The little kid. And they're just lucky Superman has to be on holidays there, aren't they? (laughs) Otherwise, that kid's dead. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Go on. (laughs) That's the first time I heard about Niagara Falls, watching that movie as a kid. Oh, no. I think my first time was uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He He goes there. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes off on the news report. (laughs) It's it's a good one. It's like the first time I heard (laughs) fuck in an M rating. Oh, my goodness. Your little ears. Yeah, They've been so sensitive. I know. Look what happened to you now, you know? Blame, oh, yeah. You can blame Jim Carrey for that. Yeah, piece of shit. Nah, come on. No, he's all <laughs> right. He's all right, isn't he? He's gone mad, but that's all. Oh, well, you know. We all have. Uh, Calo in Lima in Peru, apparently Twin Cities. Villa Velha in Vitroya in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Kolkata and Howrah in India. Yeah. Manchester and Salford in Britain. Yeah. You know, they're all, their names to us. We don't really know what they are, but I'm, I'm going to bring it closer to home for you, Dylan. Albury yeah. Wodonga, you heard of that place? No. <laughs> okay. Well, then it's in Victoria slash New South Wales, and they're across the river and the border. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Uh, Canberra and Queanbeyan. So Canberra, obviously, the capital, the nation's capital. Yeah. Uh, and Queanbeyan is like in New South Wales, but it's 20 minutes down the road, and it's kind of a pretty big city as well, but not quite oh, as yeah, big. Oh, so it's not technically part of the ACT. Yeah, right. No, yeah, same, same sort of thing, but, you know. 20 minutes away is pretty close. Uh, and famously, you'd be have gone to the Gold Coast and Tweed Heads, I imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if Tweed Heads can to the city, but there uh, Well, it, it's on the New South Wales border, isn't it? And, and the Gold Coast is quite, you know, big. Yeah. And Tweed Heads is quite um, small in comparison. But I guess it's close enough. Like, I don't know if you've been to Gadda, but it's literally the main street is... The border. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I used to go on holidays as I was a kid and you'd just be walking across and, you'd, you know, suddenly you're in a different time zone and a different state. <laughs> Daylight savings kicks in. Yeah, basically. Walking across the street. Yeah, that, that's how it works. <laughs> nice. Now, there are some tri-cities. I mentioned that before with the Wuhan situation. Mm. I yeah. feel like tri-cities are not quite as cool. What do you reckon? Oh, no. You know what they say, three's a crowd. That, that's what I've written in my notes here. Three's a crowd. It's too many. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Too much. Too much. Twin cities is kind of cute. You've got one city, you've got another city, you know. Three, you're like, what are you doing? Get out of here, you third-body yeah. dickhead. Third wheel. Exactly. 
some one example is New York, Jersey City, and Newark. Apparently, they're oh. distinct enough. But I just feel like Newark, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, New York and Jersey—that's like the famous rivalry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Newark, who cares about you? Shut up. Yeah, piss off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Stockholm, Solm, and Sundberg in Sweden. Oh. Again, I'm like, Sundberg, what are you doing? Yeah, no, unnecessary. Unnecessary, not yep, get out of yeah. here. No, not welcome. And if that annoys you, like it annoys me, wait until you hear about quad cities. Oh, why? <laughs> why is this a thing? Apparently it's a thing, Dylan. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you about Allentown, Bethlehem, they're in Pennsylvania, and Easton which is in Pennsylvania, and Phillipsburg in New Jersey. Apparently they're all close enough that they can be called the Lee, Lee Valley. Lee Valley? Wait a second, that doesn't seem right. Why? What's wrong with that? It's spelled L-E-H-I-G-H. Lehigh, perhaps, is a better way of saying it. Oh, okay. My bad. I, I thought I'd written Lee wrong, but apparently they've written it wrong, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, quad cities, get out of here. Too much. I mean, when does it stop? The madness. Well, does it stop at Quad Cities? Please tell me it does. I'm afraid not, Dylan. <laughs> Just briefly, there's apparently a place called Florence Muscle Shoals, metropolitan area in Alabama. And they've got Florence Muscle Shoals, Sheffield, and Tuscumbia. <laughs> Alright, since we can't pronounce it, that's the one that's gone. That's the one that's gone. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Muscle Shoals is a bit of a weird name as well. Oh, but it's. How's it spelled? It's muscle, as in your abs or whatever, and okay. Shoals, S H O A L S. Yeah, no, nah, it's a beefy name. Keep it. Keep it, alright. Yeah. If it was like muscle, like sea muscles, nah. Nah. You're nah. nah. Well, it's funny you talk about quad cities and how much we hate them. Technically, I might live in one, Dylan. You might consider China. Brisbane, Logan, Ipswich and Redlands as a quad city because they're I, so close to each other. I don't. Well, you could even throw in Moreton Bay, you know, like Caboolture. No. And if you want to be really technical, you could maybe even throw in Sunshine and Gold Coast. What do you reckon? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. No. It's true. It's true, though. Well, what's true nowadays? Well, what we decide to believe, isn't it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dylan says no. <laughs> it's funny, though, that it brings me to more than four cities, which, come on. You know what I mean? Twin cities, that's cute. Three, I don't really like it, but I'm okay with it. Quad, getting greedy. Four, more than four, come on. Well, I wasn't even okay with three, so... <laughs> well, I'm not okay with it. I'll live with it, though, you know? Well, I suppose... So apparently in Virginia, in US, we've got Norfolk, Chesapeake, Hampton, Newport News, Portsmouth, Suffolk, and Virginia Beach. Come on. A lot of these troublemakers seem to be the US. I'm just saying. It does seem like the US has, has got a lot to answer for here. Mm. Uh, Malaysia, though, also has um, Kuala Lumpur, uh, Petaling Jaya, Subang Jaya, Puchong, Shailam, Klang, Port Klang, Putrajaya, Cyberjaya, and Kajang. <laughs> and I like to think I got all those right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll cop that. You got them all right. Good job. Thank you. Thank Don't you. Um, and they formed a huge metropolitan area around the size of all of Singapore, and they call this the Greater Kuala Lumpur area. I mean, fine, I guess, but I just don't like it still. 
it's just unnecessarily complicated. I kind of feel like it's it, it's just you know urban areas gone mad. They're just all spilling into each other a bit. Yeah, I mean, why can't they just all merge like the others did, like Wuhan? Yeah, exactly, and just yeah. be cool with it. Exactly. Now, this got me on to, my obsession with Twin Cities got me thinking about other types of cities. So I'm going to run you through some, if that's all right. Well, please do. Okay, village. What do you reckon that is? Like a village in general? Yeah, like a, a definition of a village. What springs to mind is like something in the country sort of thing, mm-hmm. kind of like hot mm-hmm. fuzz. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, exactly right. So that's, like, it's a small settlement. It's it's hard to know when it stops being a village and stop, starts being a town or a city, but it's kind of in the, a town's larger, but a city is even larger, I guess. So village is like the, the first rung. Yeah, What's right. a, below that, though, was a hamlet. Oh, no, I haven't and heard I, that. And I don't just mean... A famous Shakespearean play. Uh, hey, no, got him, got him good. Um, so apparently, a hamlet is a small human settlement. In different jurisdictions and geographies, a hamlet may be the size of a town, village, or parish. Okay, first off, if it's a, if the hamlet's not a town, surely or a village. I just don't understand. It's the size. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, village. I don't know. Well, here we go. Um, it may be considered to be a smaller settlement or subdivision of a satellite or a satellite entity to a larger settlement. So I guess, you know, have a hamlet on the side of a, of a village or something like that. Something else I read, it's not near my notes here, but but a hamlet is kind of like a place that doesn't have a pub or it doesn't have a, a post office. So it's like maybe a few houses together, maybe like a mill or something, but not necessarily a townish aspect like that, you know? If there's no pub... No, don't live there. What are you doing? You need at least a pub, don't you? Where are you going to get a chicken parmy? $12. <laughs> no. It's a good one. It's, it's true. It's oh, true. Fair point. Um, and in, in British geography, yeah. um, a hamlet is considered smaller than a village and distinctly without a church. Well, I was going to say, I think I read somewhere that like the difference between like a town and a city is like if it has two churches, I think. I, I've read similar things. Maybe a cathedral is the yeah, distinction. Cathedral. Yeah, yeah. Um, and here, again, it says a hamlet can be a village when it builds a church, so it's kind of the, the same thing. So, I mean, sure. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I've heard that in Australia as well, but I'm not sure if that's true or it's just like a... Maybe it's a way of thinking more than a, you know legal definition but you know that we have hamlets in australia i oh, know the, the the thing about church you know is ah, yeah, is yeah. making it a town or a city or whatever yeah. maybe it's a city as a cathedral anyway because i was know. gonna say this i don't think there's any populated place without a pub in australia well exactly right you like need a pub deep outback bush yeah well I've, I've don't know how far you've been out into the bush but i've been fairly far into queensland and it's pubs all the way no matter <laughs> how small like it's, the, the biggest attraction of the town at that point. They really are. They're like, you know, talk about the local watering hole. They really are a place of gathering and, you know, bring the, bring the town together, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's funny here, actually, in Australia, the term village, that we mentioned before, is often used to, in reference to small planned communities, such as retirement communities <laughs> <laughs> um, or shopping districts. Uh, also, maybe tourist areas such as a ski resort. And they talk about small rural communities are known as townships. 
So I guess you'd probably think of, we wouldn't say a village to mean a small town here in Australia. We probably might say, just say town or township, I guess, if it's really small. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Cambodia, yeah, Toowoomba and stuff like that sort of area. You might, yeah. wouldn't say it's a village, would you? No, definitely not. Has a pub though. Well, I mean, it's not Hamlet. <laughs> exactly right. Pub land. Well, well learned. <laughs> and in fact, where I work at Kelvin Grove, it's called the Urban Village. Um, cause it's kind of, it was a planned community and a shopping district, but it's also got houses and it's got a Woolworths and other shops and it's near the university. So in that sense, it's a, it's a village kind of approach to building a little community, I guess. Yeah. Now we're going to go through some other ones though. Yeah. A divided city, as you might imagine, is a, a city which as a consequence of political change or border shifts currently constitutes or once constituted two separate entities or an urban area with a border running through it. A famous divided city, obviously Berlin, during the Cold War. Mm. Yeah. Not a good place that, to be, you know. That famous wall, as they say. Don't you have a part of it? Your I mum do. Does? Your mum? Me and mum. Yeah, I both have one, do you? Don't you? Yeah, she got one for me when she was over there. That's nice of her. Yeah. Bit of history. <laughs> um, kind of related to what we are talking about with those cities that are across like state borders like here at the Gold Coast uh, cross-border town naming occurs when towns or villages with the same or equivalent names are divided between two different countries so you'd have the same or similar sort of town on either side of the border but they're, they're called the same name so yeah cross-border town naming can occur now what do you reckon the definition of a mega city is Dylan mega city uh Mega city, a city that's so large, mm-hmm. it ceases to be a city <laughs> and becomes a mega city. <laughs> oh, I mean, it has to have at least fifteen skyscrapers. <laughs> I mean, that's probably happening anyway. The definition I have here is a city of more than ten million people. Oh, it's less boring. Less, that's cool. Yeah. So they're not. No mega cities here in Australia, um, but there's a few around the world, obviously. Lots of Asian countries have um, lots of mega cities. New York is a mega city, I guess you could say. Well, I was going to say that's like the obvious one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, a metropolis is a large city or conurbation, I'll get to that in a second, which is a significant economic, political, and cultural centre for a country or region and an important hub for regional international connections, commerce, and communications. Now, metropolis, great word. I, th- I quite like saying it. Do you? Oh, absolutely. It's one of the, also one of the greatest fictional cities. Yeah, we'll, we'll be getting there in a second. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually ancient Greek word, and it means the mother city of a colony. Mm, okay. And that is the city which sent out settlers. So you'd have the one big city, and then they'd go send people out, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, so, yeah, metropolis, I guess there's no... Like legal definition, but it's kind of just, yeah, a big place that's very important and lots of people there. Very influential. Now, what's even better than a metropolis is a megalopolis. Oh, Can you say that for me? Megalopolis. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and this is kind of a bit of a twin city callback. It's sometimes called uh, megapolis. Not as good. Megalopolis is better. Yeah. Mega region. City cluster or super city. Super city is pretty cool. It's typically defined as a group of two or more roughly adjacent metropolitan areas. 
which may be somewhat separated or may merge into a continuous urban region. So it kind of sounds like it's two metropolises nearby, at least. Yeah. I mentioned conurbation before. Now, that's a region comprising a number of metropolises, cities, large towns, or other urban areas. Um, so I guess you kind of say southeast Queensland is a conurbation. Mm, what do you reckon? Okay. I mean, who am I to argue with it? Well, that's very true. You know one. Oh. You're nothing. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, no, true. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you've got a podcast, so that's something. Oh, yeah, but compared to the infinite wonders of the universe? Yeah, I guess not. Um, but, yeah, you go from, yeah, Sunshine, Bris- Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Logan, Redlands, even out to our old topping ground of Toowoomba. You can kind of say this is a conurbation, I suppose. Although I'm not sure you'd say Toowoomba's a metropolis yet, but it's a pretty large city, so, you know. Yeah, it's getting there. As, you, as you know, time marches forward, it's going to be even even greater area, I suppose. Oh, yeah, it's expanded. Now, you kind of mentioned this before. I'll say it again. This is a Greek term, which I'm probably going to struggle with. Uh, ecumenopolis. Oh, gosh. <laughs> now, that means world city. And it was the hypothetical concept of a planet-wide city invented in 1967 by the Greek city planner Constantinos Apostolou Doxidis. So he was kind of saying that in the future, you, you could get your megalopolises and they're going to fuse around the world. Um, a sort of Coruscant, I suppose you might say. Oh, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah. Get a bit of Coruscant business. Yeah. Um, probably going to be a few years off that still. Oh, yeah, no, we're not near there yet. No, not even close, not even close. Um, but that's where we're kind of going potentially in the future. I don't know. People like their own cities, though, don't they? Yeah, they're not big fans of uh, joining hands, are they? No. Yeah. They'll have a fight over it before they, they do that. They'll build a, um, a church 10 years later and <laughs> despite the other city. Stadiums, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to go through some types of cities and then we're going to get to some um, cool fictional cities. Oh, now, a closed city. Um, this was mostly in the former Soviet Union and kind of still in Russia, apparently. Um, there are cities that you can't go to. <laughs> <laughs> it's closed off. You need to have pre-authorization to enter. So they're kind of doing top secret stuff going on there. Are you allowed to leave or is that also not on i think it's more you can't just like go there on a trip yeah so i think if you live there you're working there you're probably doing secret stuff mm. i don't know if this is a closed city but there are you know stories of some cities not being on maps that sort of thing because they're top secret oh, okay. ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door go to blue and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 dollars or more that's code listen at blue for 50 dollars off blue code listen Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now I've got these next two. I'm not really sure what the difference is, but I'll go through them. So there's a mono town which I first thought was a town with a monorail. Apparently not. <laughs> a Shelbyville in, in Springfield, Twin Cities. Who knows? You know, you bring up a good point. They're definitely rivals, mm. you know? But I don't know if they're the twin cities. Situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if they're twins, though. Yeah. Well, so maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Monotown is a city or town whose economy is dominated by a single industry or company. And this means that most employment, except for service to residents, such as schools and shops, are by the main company. Okay, so kind of like a mining town sort of thing? I guess so, yeah. yeah. But I think with this... I'll go to my next example. I'll bring, come back to that in a second. So a company town is a place where practically all stores and housing are owned by the one company that is also the main employer. So company towns are often planned with a suite of amenities such as stores, houses of worship, schools, markets, and recreation facilities. So I was kind of thinking maybe a monotown in that is is more a Russian thing. So maybe they were they're built like we're building a factory. We'll build a little town next to it, and everyone will sort of be around it. And the company town seems more American, but that distinction maybe all the stores and housing are owned by this one company kind of sounds the same. So. I couldn't find much distinction between these two concepts, but anyway, they're, they're examples of cities with, you know, built around one in industry or, or factory or whatever. Yeah. Underground city. Here we go. I thought, for example, for, for a minute, there was going to be a city that's underground. <laughs> <laughs> like Mole Man sort of situation. Well, that's where my mind was going, so clearly I'm wrong. Well, apparently you are. Again. No. Oh, no. Yes. I don't. I don't know. I'm being cranky today. I like you. I'm not sure why I'm doing this for the oh, pod. You, you know. know. Why not? Bit of, bit of, bit of, you love it, don't you? Yeah, bands, mate. Bands. Um, it's a series of linked subterranean spaces that may provide a defensive refuge. So I guess you know that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, a place for living, working, or shopping. A transit system. Um, wine or storage cellars, cisterns or drainage channels, or several of these. Also, um, a mausoleum. What's that? Is that? What I'm thinking mausoleum. it is. I think mausoleum must be more than one mausoleum. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so it's it's not so much everyone lives underground. I think it's more there is space underneath the town to do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, like, sometimes, I don't know if you've been to Sydney, but they've got a series of tunnels underneath, like, the main shopping areas when there's more shopping and, um, you know... Yeah, like underground malls, that sort of Underground thing. malls and, like, yeah. links to the train station. There's a bit of that in Brisbane. There's a bit of that in Melbourne as well, so... Yeah. Um, and there's, like... Do you, have you heard of, like, in um, Paris? They've got those catacombs underneath the, the town and you can, you know, like, get stuck. You'll get stuck down there and die and... Jesus. Sometimes... get stuck down there? I don't know. Well, they just can't get out. I get They, like, go... They Maybe they well, break in. Can. Well... <laughs> if they die in there... <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they love it down there. They actually get along very well and they, they live out their lives there. No. I think they might. sometimes they might break in and get to places they can't get out from. Oh, well, then they deserve it, don't they? Well, okay. Just a oh, mistake, then. Breaking the wall. Okay. 
<laughs> um, a city-state is an independent, sovereign city which serves as the centre of a political, economic or cultural life over its con- contiguous territory. Um, so, you know, you have Rome, Athens, Carthage, mm. they're all Italian city-states. Um, not many really around anymore, so it's like, you know, it's a whole country, but also one city. Yeah. Got the Vatican, obviously, Monaco, Singapore, kind of fit that, that, that um, sort of definition. Yeah, okay. Now, this one is not so much city, but it's a kind of a concept. It's a sister city. Have you heard of these programs before? No. So it's two different cities that sort of come together with a sort of legal or social agreement um, to promote cultural, commercial ties. I don't really know. I knew they existed and I knew Toowoomba has some and Brisbane have some. Um, I'll go through them in a second, but I didn't realise it sort of came around after the Second World War, trying to get people to foster friendship and understanding across different cultures and, you know. Acts of um, former foes becoming peace and reconciliation sort of figures. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Well, World War Three hasn't happened, so things mu- didn't work. Must be working. Yeah. Do you know Twombers, Sister Cities? Uh, Crow's Nest wouldn't count, would it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're normally cities across, like, in a different country. Oh, okay. Well, they make some banging soft drink in Crow's Nest, so... Apparently, they've been going gangbusters recently as well. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, mate. My, my dad told me a story about, I think, you know, during the lockdown, Crow's Nest was just far away enough for people to drive to. Yeah. Um, within those limits we had for a while there, and then people were going to the, the soft drink factory and getting a bit of, bit of lovely Crow's Nest um, lemonade or whatever it is they have. Oh, they have everything. They have, like, creamy soda, sunscreen, oof, all, oof. all of it. All right, maybe we should make a trip when I'm, when I'm up next. Yeah, why not? Uh, so, Toowoomba has uh, Takazuki, and that's in Japan. Oh, nice. Um, Wanganui in uh, New Zealand, or the North Island. I was going to say, I, it would be easiest to do one in New Zealand. It's probably the yeah. closest country to us culturally. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, in Paju in South Korea, oh. which is kind of near Seoul. And I think they're kind of, they're supposed to be similar sort of sizes and areas and kind of similar kind of things you're doing in each city as well. Yeah, kind of like just shy of big cities. Yeah, so yeah. Brisbane has some. I think one of them is Auckland, for example. So, oh. you know, kind of a capital city nearby, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, sure. So, I, I, like, Toowoomba's not going to go with Paris, for example. They're going to go with someone kind of a sisterish sort of vibe. Yeah, someone of similar size and, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. you said, similar offerings of what to do in them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a market town. You heard of them before, Dylan? No, but I'm assuming it's... A town. Yep. With a market. <laughs> yeah. As the main attraction. You've um, hit a nail on the head there. Um, it was kind of more in Middle Ages times. They were the European settlement that obtained by custom or royal charter the right to host markets. <laughs> oh. Unlike like a village or a city which apparently couldn't hold markets. So I think they were kind of bigger places and central locations. People came together and sold their goods and whatever. Yeah. Um, but then eventually people just like, why don't we have shops all the time rather than having markets once a week or whatever. So, oh, fair point. Yeah, but I think you can still kind of, you know, because of history of European countries is, is so long, there are still some towns which kind of are known as market towns because they of that sort of historical background. Yeah. Port cities. It's a city with a port, you know. Oh, 
There you go. Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one's very cool, though. Yeah. A lost city. Oh, El Dorado. El Dorado. Atlantis. Um, but they're real as well, some of them. Although maybe they are too. You know, who knows? It's a settlement that fell into eternal decline and became extensively or completely uninhabited with the consequence that the site's former significance was no longer known to the wider world. The locations of many lost cities have been forgotten, but some have been rediscovered. Okay. Um, What's been discovered? Uh, I think Machu Picchu is an example of one that was discovered. Oh, yeah. um, okay. okay. There's a whole bunch, and I reckon you should go have a look on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. I will. One second. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot happening. Um, like, so some parts of Egypt have been lost over the years. Um, How do you lose it? Sam? <laughs> well, I want to go into two categories. Um, well, there are some in Central Asia that are still undiscovered. Mm. So I think that's how we got records of them and people talking about them, but we don't really know where they were. Or, and I guess maybe sometimes they've, you know, become other cities and the, the, the records have been lost but you know it's pretty cool oh, okay yeah um troy apparently was was lost at one point babylon oh no yeah um some in greece some of the um oh this one's cool pavlopetri is underwater off the coast of southern laconia laconia in the Peloponnese, it's about 5,000 years old and is the oldest submerged archaeological town site. So it sounds like it fell into the water. Mm, okay, kind of like Atlantis. Probably, yeah, I imagine if that's a... It could have been inspiration, perhaps. Don't know that for sure, but let's say it's the truth. Well, I mean, what are the odds of two cities falling into the water? <laughs> well, <laughs> happens a bit, I guess. Well, well it's going to happen more in the future. Bloody tell you that much. A bit political, but you know. Um, there's no on Wikipedia. There's no Australian lost cities, but I would imagine there'd be lots of communities that have been lost, you know, because of colonialism here in Australia. So. Yeah, like um, Aboriginal ones, I'm assuming. Yeah, I know. Yeah, to the extent that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are lots of... We've lost so much of Aboriginal history and it's uh, pretty shit that that happened. No, yeah, absolutely. Like Captain Cook. I know. Well, here are two categories, apparently. Yeah. There are those that were... All knowledge of the city's existence was forgotten before it was rediscovered, so we had no idea what was going on. Oh, until they stumbled across it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And those whose memory were preserved in myth, legend, or historical records, but whose location was lost... Or at least no longer widely recognised. So, yeah. Hmm. Like Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, that's cool. It's interesting there is that maybe there are some more we don't even know about still, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's so much history that's happened that we don't know about. Yeah, it's just interesting, like, uh, with all the technology we have that there's still, you know, untouched civilizations, even with people still living in them. Yeah, there's, there's that... Um, that was it South American um, community that was supposed to that was the guy was trying to get to have a chat to him last year and then he got killed trying to get to him do you see that mm. <laughs> yeah um, I mean leave him alone leave him be that's yeah. a pretty good sign to do that yeah I, I agree yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to finish up with some fictional cities. First okay. up, we've got some megalopolises. megalopolises. That's a bit hard to say. Can you say it? Megalopolises. Yeah. No, it's pretty fun when you get it the right though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's like a challenge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just a word, though, but you know, whatever. Uh, take uh, what you can get. Yeah, it's all it. the little victories. <laughs> I love your positivity, Dylan. Um, so LA and Blade Runner is kind of depicted as a huge one. Yeah, like basically, I don't know how far it extends to. Well, not to Las Vegas if you watch the second one, but pretty far out, doesn't it? Yeah, it is pretty big, but it's more. Um, yeah, as you said, around it's like pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah, they haven't got much choice potentially in that world. Yeah, I really want to watch um twenty forty nine again. I really liked that movie. I, yeah, I only saw it once at the movies, but it's really good. Yeah, it stay with me. You know, some movies I've seen, you know, lots of times and I don't really remember them that well, but this one I'm like, yeah, nice. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Um, the other probably most famous megalopolis in fiction is Mega City 1 from um, Judge Dredd. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. I don't know much about Judge Dredd, and I actually have, I've not seen the movies, so um, give me a bit of a background if you can. I actually haven't seen them either. Okay, um, very good. <laughs> well, I only know, like, the memes from yeah. the Stallone one. Yeah, okay. Like, I am the law. Yeah, that sort of thing. Was that Arnold there with you again doing that, or...? Uh, it was my Stallone, but I wasn't good. No, what, what I don't think of that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to him? Oh, he's uh, got a bit of stomach pain. Oh, know. okay. I had some bad fried rice last night. Yeah, it is. Oh, poor Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the background. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't know much about it. All I know is that it's a huge, um, potentially all of America in one city, or at least half America in one city. And yeah. You've got a judge who's going around and he's like, he's the law and can kill people and whatever. And... Well, I think there's a whole set of judges Right. They're kind of like the cops sort of thing. But uh, one and one and everything. I've always it's, found it interesting, but I've never got around to reading any or watching any Judge Dredd, you know? Yeah. I was going to watch the um, the Carl Urban one because apparently mm. that's really, really good. Mm. And it's, yeah, kind of cheaply made, but in a good way. Like it's all in the one same building. Pretty yeah. Much. can look up and see if it's available for us to watch. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's somewhere. Uh, all it's, those, uh, yeah, it's on span. Oh, good. Everything's on stand. Everything's so on stand. Yeah. All Sorry, right. Americans. You don't get stand. <laughs> like losers. Sucked in. Ah. Okay, quickly. I know we've been talking about cities a lot, and that's probably not interesting to anyone apart from me, so we'll just keep going. Right. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. You're I'm quite it? interested. You're enjoying this? I am. I didn't think you would. So this is good. Oh, well, why'd you pick it? <laughs> you didn't think I'd enjoy it. <laughs> no. No, I thought you'd, like, fume me. You wouldn't be, like, oh. into it, you know? <laughs> No, I'm all bored. You're onto it. Choo-choo. I don't want to say that I've covered every potential city. There's lots of variations out there. But, sure. You know, okay, into some fictional twin cities. Back to the good boys. Mm-hmm. Love the twin cities, don't we? Yes, boy. Uh, Duckburg and St. Canard from Darkwing Duck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which I've never seen any of Darkwing Duck. Uh, no, I was more of a, a DuckTales more than Darkwing Duck. I wasn't into that either. I'm not, I'm not into it. I just never got around to it. But it's all on Disney Plus now, I hear. So maybe I'll have to deep dive. Yeah, it's got the um, 
classic DuckTales and the, the new one. Okay, that's good. Don you... Cheadle as Donald Duck in one of the episodes. <laughs> you recommend it? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, another fictional twin city is Bezel and Ulkoma. I'm not sure how to say them. But they are intertwined twin city-states in Eastern Europe whose inhabitants have trained themselves to only see the, ci- the city they live in and unsee the city they don't. And that's from a novel by China Miaville in The City and the City. So oh, wow. kind of a magic realism sort of scenario. It's bizarre. Is it kind of like a... Uh... No, it's probably not. Kind of like a gorilla city sort of situation, I was going to say. But what? you can't see it's there, but it exists. Uh, I'm not. I think it's kind of like um, they're occupying the same space simultaneously, but you can only see oh. if you're in one side. You know. Yeah. Okay. And it, it, there was a, a a BBC adaptation of this book a few years ago. And it was yeah. well received, and it's like it's a police procedural, but also um, kind of speculative, weird fiction. They call it so supernaturally sort of combination. That sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah. Um, Central City and hey. Keystone City. Woo-hoo. So yeah, getting into the one I love. Yeah, yeah we. we're bringing it back to Batman like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all aboard that though. Come on. Um, so Central is where the Flash is from, mm-hmm. um, but Keystone City is next door apparently. Um, and then they, yeah, they're currently shown as twin cities, but before the crisis of internet on infinite Earths, yeah. They were resented as located in the same space but in different parallel Earths. So kind of a similar scenario, I suppose. Yeah, uh, it's like um, I think how DC explains it is like they're all occupying the same space, but they vibrate at different frequencies, and that's uh, how. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, Keystone was like Jay Garrick Flash. Yeah, the other yeah. flashes. Yeah. Um, but now they're they're both in Kansas across the river, apparently. Yeah, why not? Why, yeah, why not? And <laughs> Central City being, like, in the centre of America, I suppose, if it's... Well, in... <laughs> Central, so Central location. But here's the two big ones, the ones you've been waiting for, uh... Gotham and Metropolis. Now, not always shown as Twin Cities, but in the 70s and 80s they kind of were, and in the most recent um, movies they have been as well. Oh, really? I didn't know they were apart from the movies. That's interesting. Yeah, in the 70s and 80s DC um, comics, they were across a large bay. Um, and it's sometimes identified as Delaware Bay because, um, as I'm going to say, apparently Gotham's in Delaware. Yeah, <laughs> People say that. Um, My issue yeah. with Metropolis and Gotham being twin cities in mm-hmm. any continuity, Superman can handle both. Like... <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. Batman, what are you doing? Like, at least, I can plausibly believe if they're on other sides of the country, yeah. like, it's just a bit of a hassle for Superman. <laughs> if it's across a bay, <laughs> if, if there's a huge um, bridge, like some people, it's like some continuity show, You can if he can get there in 10 seconds, he's probably going to be, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, so, a bit of history of Gotham, just quickly. Mm-hmm. Um so Gotham was previously a nickname for New York City. They like in call real it life. In real life, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Washington Irving first attached it to New York in November 11, 1807 edition of the Salmagundi, 
a periodical which lampooned New York culture and politics. Oh. He took the name of Gotham from Nottinghamshire, where there's also a town called Gotham. And I'll tell you what Wikipedia says. Mm-hmm. It's a place inhabited, according to folklore, by fools. Fits the bill. <laughs> and, and as it happens with um, with our Gotham of Batman, there's a lot of fools going on there. Yeah, it's like kind of widely regarded as the shithole of the DC <laughs> universe. <laughs> it is, but they're, they're weirdly proud of it, aren't they? People who live there, they love Gotham. And Batman's yeah. always trying to clean it up. But yeah, it is kind of sh- seen as a... Almost un, um, unsavable, you know, irredeemable, maybe, I should say. Yeah, fighting a losing battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some bit of real weirdness with that that folklore of, of Fool's idea of Gotham in Nottinghamshire. Some people say it's because there are lots of idiots there, like, you know, actual, actual people who are mentally handicapped, you know, idiots of, like, you know... Like that's, how they, that's how they wouldn't have been referred to in the time is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, but also there are some people saying that the government of the time, like whatever it was, 1600s or earlier or later, were trying to build a highway or big structure through the city. Yeah. And so the people of the city pretended to be mad. And so they would, they would scare off other <laughs> people. Genius. It's pretty good. And... Um, I have apparently they have in kind of more recent times they've mentioned Gotham from Nottinghamshire in the DC comics. They've kind of mentioned that there is another Gotham out there, but oh, so it's come full circle. Full circle. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, they they say, or I might have said before that um, Gotham was in Delaware. I meant Metropolis in Delaware, apparently, because oh, yeah. apparently Gotham is in New Jersey, supposedly. Oh, okay. Some storylines have it in Connecticut. Others just it's just in New York. But yeah, it's, it's kind of wherever it needs to be. Wherever much. it needs to be, and also DC is funny in the fact they have they still have New York around. They still have um, Boston and other places that still exist. So yeah, well that's yeah. It's not it's a stand-in for those places, but also those places still exist. So it's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, like definitely in the uh, Schumacher movies, like Batman Forever, like mm. Statue of Liberty. There. Yeah, Two so crashes into. I know. <laughs> um, some things you like what you're probably aware of, but I'll say it for the listeners. Mm. The Waynes, the Cobblepots, and the Elliots were the founding fathers of, of Gotham. Yes. Pretty and cool. For people that don't know, uh, Cobblepot, Penguin. Yep. Yeah. Elliot becomes is a kind of a rival slash friend for, of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. He, going up to the, his forefathers as well. Yeah, there are some there are some spooky occult origins of Gotham. Court of Owls, is that what yeah. you're referring to? Yeah, and also apparently there's when that founded there was like a demon living underneath it or something. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows, Dylan? Oh, it's madness. Um, famously, an earthquake cut Gotham off from America in the nineties. <laughs> what? I haven't heard this. Was it an earthquake or was it um, Bane with his? <laughs> you know, you know. And he like, kind of like in the movies, he he destroyed the bridges oh, and stuff. Yeah, I don't I know. Thought if... You meant like he just like punched the ground? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know if he was behind it or whether he just like profited off that scenario. But they came back together, and then there were lots of gang wars. And they they mentioned like specifically when Jason Todd comes back. I'm like, isn't the gang wars forever in Gotham? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people like to say that. 
Metropolis is New York in daytime. Gotham City is New York at night. So no one really oh, knows yeah. who said that, but it might have been Frank Miller or John Byrne, perhaps, who said that. So Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense, too. It does make sense, and especially in the movies where Gotham is, is usually shown at nighttime. Well, most of what Batman does is at nighttime, I should say. So Yeah, it's very uncomfortable seeing Batman in daylight, <laughs> like in full costume. <laughs> I think the only time we see that is in Dark Knight Rises, like when he goes to fight Bane with the police officer army and Bane's army. Pretty much, That'd yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. <laughs> Batman in daylight. It's not okay. But he's rising out of the darkness into the light. Yes, but yeah, I know. The costume doesn't lend to it. At least Adam West, because that's all primarily actually daytime. Hmm. True. But that costume lends to it, and so does that tone of the series. It does. Um. I guess also any big city in America is kind of somewhat Gotham-like. So Chicago and Pittsburgh have also been been filmed there um, and some of the Chicagoan aspects of, you know, crime and gangsters, that sort of thing, is also Gotham-like. Yeah, but Batman Begins is like Chicago-ish. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. uh, We mentioned this last week a bit, didn't we, about the different film representations of Gotham and, I don't know, I think they're all kind of cool, but... Oh, except all... for like Batman 89 where it's just like the one street that's <laughs> over and over again. It is in in, um, in Batman Returns where it is pretty much just that main... <laughs> that central square of the Christmas tree. Soundstage, I say. Yeah. <laughs> but they tried. They, they made right. it distinct. And that I think some of those ideas are better represented in the um, animated series, aren't they? Yeah. Well, the I... animated series is kind of like a noir sort of Yeah, city. yeah. Love it. Um, and we mentioned last week again, just briefly, the, the comic, I mean, the video game versions are uh, pretty cool as well. Yeah, they really lean into the gothic architecture mm. and that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay, moving to Metropolis. Yeah. As mentioned, apparently it's in Delaware. <laughs> okay. Weird. <laughs> um, and I think I've, I've read somewhere online that in the DC world... Mm. America is like 20% bigger. Maybe the whole world is. And so there is the, there's more land mass. So there is a, it's okay to have a metropolis in Delaware because Delaware's bigger and everything's bigger, I think is the idea. But I don't think you can have both. Just doing the fictional cities or real cities. Yeah, like fair enough. Marvel's doing the real cities. DC just do fictional. Come on. Yep, yep. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, so there's been differing locations over the years, though. So sometimes it's not not always in Delaware, and it's not even like a thing that it's in Delaware. Really, it's just like sometimes there's a map, and it's kind of in Delaware. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, around that area. Yeah. yeah. So and then, as I said, sometimes it's a twin city to um, Gotham. So it can't really be in Delaware and in New Jersey if that's the case. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's apparently, you know, unlike the Big Apple, it's called the Big Apricot. Sure. Wait, Metropolis? Apparently. Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. um, Superman is partial to the Metropolis Monarchs baseball team, but there's also the Metropolis Meteors. I thought he would have been a... Well, I suppose Smallville probably wouldn't have its own international well, national football team. No, probably not. Yeah, um, so yeah, but like you know, fair enough. If he's got his team, I, I guess it's like a that's like a a Yankees. What's the other one baseball team in New York called? Mets. The Mets. Yeah, that's yep. it. I guess that's a reference. Pretty much everything I've read about Metropolis 
was just like think of something in new york there's a metropolis version of it so <laughs> there's like there's six boroughs apparently um and there's a statue <laughs> there's like there's a big central park area so yeah if you think of new york it's metropolis essentially yeah it's, it's like a much nicer cleaner version of new york it's the best version of it yeah, yeah it could possibly be it's new york if it had a man that could fly around and stop every crime he could yeah yeah good on him <laughs> yeah um and it does survive on into the 30 30th and 31st centuries with the old legion of superheroes which is good mm. it's good to know that it and i think it even becomes a bit of a megalopolis so it's good to know oh okay um but one final fact before we head off mm. there's a real town called metropolis in, in illinois does it live up to the name? It does not. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like 6,000 people, I think. Are we sure it's a town or is it a hamlet? Um, it's got 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. Does it have a church? Hamlet. Wait, does it have a pub? Okay. What would have thought so? You would think. Um, 6,000 people. It's in Illinois. It's trying to call itself... It's, the, it's been declared or proclaimed... Um, by the Illinois state legislator, legislate, legislator. How do you say that word? Legislator. Yeah, I was going to say legislator. I think. Legislator. Um, as the hometown of Superman. No, wrong. Wrong. Incorrect. Wrong in so many ways. <laughs> Can't just have the the same name as a fictional city and say it's the same. Un- um, unnecessary. Surely his hometown is Smallville anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be under that. Kansas can lay claim to it. Yeah. Um, or wherever he was born on Old Mate Krypton. Anyway. It celebrates his local hero um, <laughs> as no. they've got a large Superman statue. They've got a museum, a festival, um, and its local newspaper is called the Metropolis Planet. Oh, wrong again or they probably actually aren't allowed to call it the daily planet probably not yeah okay um, fair enough i'll let that slide and apparently a version of the town has appeared in the comic itself as a city whose citizens idolize the hero who lives in their sister city so you know it's all coming back together now i don't i don't like it i'm not a huge no. fan of that they're taking advantage i think so too i agree all right i've taken you on a long journey here dylan what have you learnt? I know what a hamlet is. Yep. Doesn't have a pub. No pubs. That's it? Is that the main takeaway? That's the main takeaway, I think, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of open for more, but we could have stopped this after five minutes, you know? We've gone for an hour. Oh, no. I was really fixated on the hamlets. <laughs> you and your pubs. Well, yeah, mate. thank you for coming on this journey with me. Oh, thank you. I've had a great time. Thank you for taking me on this journey, Lonnie. Um, maybe one day you and I can go to a twin city together. Or a hamlet. Or, or a hamlet. No point, though, Dylan. Well, we can't go to the pub. Or we go to a hamlet, build a pub. Turn it into a town. Into a town. Then I go next door, build up another pub. <laughs> we get a whole twin city situation going on. Make our own twin city. How good that be? I love it. And taking inspiration from Budapest, would it be called Hallis Gilroy? <laughs> no. Uh, Gil Hallis? Gil Hallis, yeah. Halroy. 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 That, that was Hal-Roy. our name, wasn't it? Halroy. Yeah. That was it. Okay. We've, we've got it. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Oh, I meant to listen, not you, Dylan. I don't care if you listen. I do. I don't well, know what I'm. I don't know. I did listen. Well, clearly I should stop being mean. Hamlet, I should stop being so. mean. You got your hamlets. Nah. Go on. Go on then. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Now, once again, we want to thank Mark Irons for our theme song. Now, Mark's a bit of a muso. He's got a band, and I've said he can sing this song at his concerts if he wants, at his gigs. Fair, fair point. Um, I imagine it's the only song he'll probably play because it's such a good one. That's all you need. Just do a couple encores. That's right. Get the crowd clapping along. Heck yeah. Yeah, so really, you could do a whole tour just on that one song, I reckon. Absolutely. And maybe we can come along. I don't know. Just spit along. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go, I guess. (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.